Hello, Instant Potters, and welcome to the Instant Podcast. My name is Gabby. My name is Erica. And I'm Noelle. And we're here to take the pressure out of pressure cooking. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Instant Podcast today. We are very excited. We have a special guest with us, Lisa. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Lisa Child, and I run an Instagram account called Instant Pot Cooking. And I've been doing that for about two and a half years, and I just love educating people about Instant Pot Cooking and just inspiring and educating them to just make the most of their Instant Pots. Yeah, we found Lisa when we first met her Instagram. We went, we made the rounds, and we followed all of the big Instant Pot Instagram accounts. And we found Lisa there. Um, and we looked at one of her pictures, commented, and we were able to get in touch with her. And she has been so kind and has allowed us to come to her house. And we're going to cook with her today. But we wanted to ask her a couple questions first. Yeah, we are really excited. So we're just going like, to do a little interview style like we did um, last time. So let's just get started. So what is your background with cooking and how did you get started and start cooking? Just cooking in general? Yeah. Okay, well my mom is a really good cook and all growing up ever since I was like a child, like a young child, I was cooking and I was watching cooking shows on the Food Network instead of cartoons in the morning and I was making just little concoctions just as like a four or five year old and um, ever since then that love of cooking has just evolved and grown all throughout my life. So it's just been just like this innate love I love that. That's, That's so fun. fun. Especially at five, too. Yeah. I definitely was not doing that at five years old. Yeah, That's I wasn't awesome. making anything. I remember loving the Food Network, though. I'd watch that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And those their are... bowls with their pre-made ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just <laughs> all about, so yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. that looks so good. Yeah, or if you say I'm sick for the day and you just watch Food Network all day, I remember doing that. <laughs> um, so what was your first experience with the Instant Pot, and how long ago was it? So it's going to be about three-ish years now. I got my Instant Pot on Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day, which is like in July. So it was almost exactly three years ago in 2016. One of my coworkers that I had a lot of similar interests with, she said, you know, you love cooking. Like, this has changed my life. You totally need to get one. And I had all the same questions everyone else does. Well, how does it work? Is it going to explode? Like, is it hard to use? You know, all these different questions. And so that's why I love it because I get to take those fears away from people and empower them. And it has been life-changing for me. And I want that for the, the same thing for other people. Wow. And were you skeptical at all at first? Or oh, were you... absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like everyone else. It took me like yeah. at least a week to get it out of the box. And oh, then really? I was just like, oh, I don't know. And then at the time, there really were no recipes online. Like, oh. And if there were recipes, they're kind of, you know not great quality right. recipes, or not from credible st- pot or something. Oh, yeah. And so it, yeah. I spent like three days researching like for one recipe just wow. because I wanted to get the quantities right and the time right. And I just was over complicating it so much. But, um, I just started with one thing and another and another, and it just became so natural. Wow. So what, do you remember what the first thing was that you made in it? Did you I, even know which buttons to push? I feel like that was my... I was like... Because we went to Gabby's house the first time I ever used one. I was like, Gabby, I have no idea what's happening right now. You just honed it on the egg button. Yeah, the egg. I was like, why is there a button that says egg? Exactly. Yeah, I think the first thing I made was like a banana bread. Oh, and I was like, you went okay. straight for the dessert. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I think that was what I made. And then I made just like a bunch of 
like a roast and a cheesecake okay. and wow. just all Damn, you know the normal yeah, things yeah. i just jumped in and i just wanted to keep experimenting with it it was really huh. fun. cool so what is your favorite recipe to make in the instant pot that's probably hard i don't know you can say top three if you want my absolute favorite recipe is actually my chicken noodle soup recipe oh, it I has it. homemade so egg noodles and it's what I make for like new moms or people who have had surgery or like when I'm assigned like bring a meal to someone or yeah. a friend. I always want to bring my chicken noodle soup because it's so just hearty and it's like food is my love language. So I just, it's like homemade soup from scratch, yeah. you know, all the way to the noodles. And it used to take over two or three hours because I'd make the stock from scratch. I'd make the noodles from scratch, oh, wow. everything. And now it takes like less than an hour. Wow. And so it's really simplified how... I can make something I love and share it with other people. Wow. You seriously cut your time in half. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. So that's why I love, sorry. (laughs) That's why I love, I love making soups in the Instant Pot because it's hands-free. You don't have to let it simmer on the stove for 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's just life-changing. Yeah. It's hands-off and it's so quick. I love the hands-off. I feel like, because I just barely started using one when we started this podcast. It was just a couple months ago. But within that time frame, I feel like the hands-off is my favorite because, you know, as a college student, you don't have a lot of time to cook. So it's like, oh, I can throw it in before I shower and then I can shower and get ready and I don't have to check on it. I don't have to be looking at it. It's just really good for multitasking. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so going on, I'm going to, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. So going on life-changing, what are some things when you first started cooking with the Instant Pot that you wish you would have known then that you do now? Good question. Um, I think the biggest thing is just not to overcomplicate it. I think okay. a lot of people get so hung up on the fact that, well, this recipe has this different time and this same recipe for the similar type of dish has a different time and um. I just don't know what to do. And as long as you follow kind of the order of operations of cooking, which is you know, you have to sear something first and then you have to deglaze it and things like that. Like, it's really not that simple or it's really not that simple. <laughs> it can be so simple. So, like so what are the orders of operation of cooking? <laughs> well, I, think how, I know how to cook, but I'm not that advanced. <laughs> right. Well, I think a big thing is just like preparation, you know, preparing your ingredients. And then in the Instant Pot, a lot of things is just like, making sure that you're searing your meats for added flavor, and then you have to deglaze a pot, which means you need to scrape all the the goodness off the bottom of the pot, which is called fond. You wanna deglaze that, otherwise it will burn, and that's the same just like on a stove if you're making like a, so- a pan sauce or something. Right. And then you have to add the adequate amount of liquid to get the Instant Pot to pressure, and then you just have to cook it for you know, the longest amount of time as the biggest thing in your in your Instant Pot. That's wow. very simple, That's but a, there's a lot of you yeah, know, different orders. Yeah. So we're just like, <laughs> are you going to? <laughs> I was gonna try and make one. I'm like, no, I can't make an acronym. Uh, and what? Um, what's the worst thing you've made in your instant pot, or the worst fail where you were just either you were really excited and it turned out really badly, or it was just gross? Oh man, so I feel like I've had quite a few. I try and like erase those from my memory. Yeah. But, <laughs> Oh, I tried making a roast once from Frozen, and it just did not work very well. And I'm not a huge fan of making a beef roast in an Instant Pot. I always tell people the Instant Pot is a shortcut, and sometimes things are just done better the traditional way. Okay. Personally, I feel like roast is just one of those things that needs, like, the low and the slow cooking to just really make it. Yeah, just to not, like, you know 
take away from the integrity of a rose. Like, a rose is something you're going to make special for, like, a Sunday dinner or something with family. And I just think it's worth putting in the extra time for it. Interesting. That kind of, yeah, and that kind of goes to one of our other questions you've had. What are foods that you never cook in your Instant Pot or they turn out more of a hassle in the Instant Pot than otherwise? So roast is one, but do you feel like you have any others that you just never really use it for? Or is that it? There are some recipes out there that I'm like, why did you do it in the Instant Pot? Because okay. it's possible that you can use it because the Instant Pot has the saute feature, which right. means that you can pretty much use it just like a skillet. Right. So you can essentially make anything that you make on the stove in the Instant Pot. Sometimes I don't think it's really necessary to mm-hmm. like pressure cook something. And some people love, love, love doing their roast in the Instant Pot. Like right. when I post about not liking it, people are like, they get really upset with oh, me. Really? Oh, really? And they're no. like, you're trying to say people shouldn't use it i'm like no it's just a personal opinion right everyone's gonna have a personal opinion on how something tastes right and so i really i don't i'm not a huge fan of roast in the instant pot and i still i'm still learning too like i think i definitely need to experiment more and do it again but i also don't like instant pot spaghetti like oh that's just not something that i love the chemistry of how it cooks in the pressure cooker makes the noodles just have a different texture Uh, and i'm just not a huge fan of it but some people are like that is the best spaghetti I've ever had. And huh. I just, it's like, that's fine. That's yeah. great. I'm so glad because it's so simple and easy yeah. that I'm happy for people if they like it because right. it's such an easy meal. Right. Okay, so today we've talked a lot about how we're scared to make chicken yeah. in the Instant Pot. And I yeah, heard so many horror stories about it coming out rubbery. I had a friend make it and she just like threw chicken in there and cooked it and she just said it was a disaster. Yeah. I've done that before too and it was a disaster. So we thought that we would try, we'd be brave and try a chicken meal with you. Right. Great. And we also have been doing a lot of carbs. I think mostly (laughs) everything we've done is carbs. So we haven't done any proteins. And so also I feel like this is something that would really come in handy on like a normal weekday. Oh, I just need some chicken wings or something. So this is um, the chicken. I forgot which one, because you have a couple chicken wing recipes. I think I looked at the one that was the fresh from Frozen and that's on tried, tested, and true. Is that the URL? Yeah, yep, that's totally right. Yeah. Yeah, so the beauty about this recipe is that it's it's just like a base technique, and then mm-hmm. you can just turn it into whatever flavor you want, and that's what's so great about it. All you have to do is cook the chicken drumsticks for 10 minutes from fresh or frozen, and then you can base them with whatever sauce you want, and then you can have all sorts of different sauces and flavors, and you can change it to whatever you want. So all you need to know is like the time and the technique, and then you can do whatever sauce you have on hand. Oh, I'm excited about about this, because I feel like this will come in so handy if I feel like I can get that technique down, because I'm just always nervous about undercooked, and then especially with an Instant Pot, I'm like, well, if I let it release, and then do I let it pressure again, and then will it be uncooked? I don't know. So I'm excited to test it out. So you said from fresh or frozen, so what is kind of the science behind cooking chicken fresh and cooking chicken frozen? Say that someone wanted to do like a chicken breast, like is there like a math behind the size of the chicken and like the cooking times? Sorry, I threw like eight questions at once. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that like for sure the most, um, the scariest or like the most Um, inconsistent thing with chicken is like a chicken breast like I remember Carly was talking about it in her interview last week it's like all chicken breasts come in different sizes and they're so lean that there's no fat and so it's really difficult Mm. to cook something without drying it out or Mm -hmm. anything like that um but what was the second half of your question (laughs) oh yeah um what's the science behind it yeah so 
I don't really know like the exact chemistry, but I mean the Instant Pot, you know, it's boiling the water, it's creating that pressure, and then it's just pushing it into the food. That's why things cook so quickly is because all that energy built from the the steam isn't going anywhere. It has to go somewhere, so it's going into the food. And so that's why things can cook pretty much from the same time, from fresh or from frozen. Interesting. And so huh. I'll do these fresh or frozen 10 minutes. It's still the same. The same. Yeah. Way cool. The same. Sometimes huh. if you're working with a really large piece of meat, like right. I might add an extra minute or two. Okay. But it's just so much energy, I think, that it doesn't matter what the time is. Yeah, just going to be yeah. That's good to know. Because I feel like I've definitely really tried messing with the time a lot. Right. And it didn't turn out great. So that's good to know that fresh or frozen doesn't make the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. And question, does it make a difference depending on the size of your Instant Pot or what model it is, like how old it is, or is that not related? So the time will differ just a tiny bit, like from my three quart to my eight quart, because the three quart just has just a smaller area for volume. So all that pressure, it's going to cook it a lot faster. Like it's not going to take as much time, I believe. Um, personally from my personal experience and, um, like in an eight quart takes longer to come to pressure and it takes longer to release pressure as well Okay. because it has to fill up this whole area to create the pressure and then squeeze it into the food to come to pressure. So nice. All right. Well, let's get started. Yeah. We'll get cooking then. All right. We're back. And today we are making instant pot chicken legs from fresh or frozen and we'll link this in the description box as well um, and this is from tried tested and true so you definitely need to check it out because all these recipes because it's absolutely tried amazing. tested and true yeah and lisa is an incredible cook yeah. so i mean <laughs> holy cow the picture looks amazing the picture is incredible we are very excited the food photography i'm sorry our blog isn't up to that level yet <laughs> for our listeners you guys are excellent <laughs> we'll get it figured out eventually but yeah, yeah so i guess we'll okay. get started so we're putting chicken legs in the instant pot and so you put water in right yep so one cup of water and then what quart size is this this is my six quart instant okay pot. so we have a six quart instant pot and then we have eight chicken drumsticks will they all fit yeah absolutely i think I can you as layer them 20. yep you got okay. 20. Them. 20. i think i've gotten i think i've gotten like 20 in there before so they Holy don't cow. need to all be on the bottom they can sit on top of each oh, other yep and do you do you season them at all before depending on what you're going for? What do you yeah, usually do? Yeah, I can do, I usually do just like salt and pepper or okay. if I'm doing like a different sauce right. or different sauces, then I'll just do like salt and pepper or I can do them plain because all the flavor is going to come from the sauce. But um, I've also done like a barbecue, like rub, oh. um, you can do seasoned salt, you can do any sort of, you know, flavoring or seasoning that you like. So the steam won't take away a whole lot of that flavor then? Or as long as it's some of it, yeah, it does take away some of it, and that's like, why I do. Is that like with a dry rub or even with a wet one? The steam will take away the same. Okay, so I don't <laughs> do I don't do much of like the liquid, like a marinade or sauce, okay. because like the steam will kind of like yeah. wash it away. Oh, okay. Um, so like even with the salt and pepper, I'm not like too super liberal with it, or like with seasoning, I'll just put it on and just make sure it's like on the top and make sure, you know, it's just on there, and I'm not like hoping that that's all where all the flavor comes from. 
Um, it's mostly just to like feel better about yourself. Like, so, okay, I can season to every step if you want to, but I think they taste just as good if you season them before or after. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So That's we blend them into the instant pot. They're quite different in size too, which is good because then we can... Yeah, vary the size. So, yeah. Okay, so, so now... And then we just pop the lid on? Yep. Okay. All right. This is a little bit different than mine. I think this is the same as the one that I have. Is this the one that you have? Yeah. I realize I've never seen your Instant Pot before. And then ceiling? Mm-hmm. And then pressure cook? Yep. Look at me. I know all the buttons now. And Look then... At you. Oh, and question. If you don't have this on, it just... Sorry, I have. I mean this is the keep warm button. If you don't have the keep warm button on, then does it just turn off after the time? Exactly. Uh, okay. I think I was not paying attention, yeah. so I went to like 30 minutes. Cool. Thank you. Here we go. And we want it for 10 minutes? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And you said 10 to 12, but is that just depending on the size? Yeah, the size and okay. if it's like frozen, sometimes I'll just do like 11 or 12 minutes to just like make myself feel better, okay. just to make sure everything's cooked. Right. But, um, I've had great success 10 to 12, and, okay. but if you have like giant ones, I would definitely do like okay. more like 11 or 12. And how do you check if they're done? So you can use a meat thermometer or okay. like you can cut one open, make sure there's no pink juices running. Okay. Uh, make sure like everything's warm, but the best way to check is definitely with a meat thermometer. Okay. okay. Is that what you usually do or do you just know? Well, I just know it's going to work, right. so I don't <laughs> usually do that anymore. I want to get to that point. <laughs> that is a good point to get yeah. to a cookie. And what if, worst case scenario, it's like, it's like, it's like not done, it's not done when you open it. Do you just let it come to pressure again or do you usually just pop it in the oven or the microwave at that point? What do you do? Yeah, depending, if it is undercooked by a lot, like I mean if I can see raw meat, right. then I'll just pop it back in for about five minutes or okay. two to five minutes depending on how much extra time I feel like it needs. Okay. Based on how, you know, undercooked it looks. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then how would you say, do, do you feel like these taste any different if you were to do them on the stove or in the oven, or do they taste the same by the time they're done? I think that they taste a little bit better because they're not as dry. Like, I did a side-by-side oh. -side experiment with the chicken drumsticks, because I'll crisp them up after, right? right? We put them in the broiler, and we'll right. crisp them up a little bit so they're not soggy, but I did a side-by-side -side experiment where I did um, some in the Instant Pot and some just right in the air fryer okay. from, from raw. And the one in the air fryer from raw was so much drier, like uh, so much drier because yeah. these are so moist and then all we do is broil them for a couple minutes so it's just kind of the outer layer that gets crispy. Okay. And so the inside is really nice and moist and juicy and then the outside is crispy and delicious. So. Oh, nice. Ooh, yum. Oops. Okay, so we'll wait for these to cook. Yeah, the great thing about this recipe too is that it's really inexpensive. Like this whole pack was... Yeah. Less than three dollars, yeah. and they go on sale at, um, like our local Smiths, like Kroger stores, for yeah. like seventy-seven cents a pound, oh a couple gosh. times a year. So I'll just buy like a whole bunch, stick them in my freezer, and oh. then I can feed like four adults for three dollars or something. Holy cow! That and my is kids so love nice. them. Yeah, yeah. we can do different sauces, different kinds, and it's just. A very easy, like, don't have to think about it, just throw it in the Instant Pot dinner. Wow. Okay. What is your kid's favorite thing that you make? And this can be outside the Instant Pot, too. It doesn't have to be the Instant Pot. Oh, yeah. That's My kid's favorite thing that I make in the Instant Pot is for sure rice pudding. Like, oh, we saw that. They, we saw that. I, use, I have a vanilla bean rice pudding recipe, and my kids eat it 
for like dessert, breakfast, like when I give it to him for breakfast as a special treat, but yeah. I'm usually snacking on it for breakfast, so I have <laughs> yeah. to kind of give him a couple yeah. bites. They just love it. And every time I cook with cinnamon, like in whatever capacity, they'll like come running down the stairs because oh. we're like, are you making rice pudding? Because it smells like cinnamon because we put cinnamon on the top of rice pudding and they oh. associate that with that's so cute it's really they love it and i love it too it's my sister's favorite dessert like it's kind of like an old grandma-y dessert right like rice pudding yeah. but oh my gosh it's so good rice oh, pudding that's making me amazing rice pudding oh, i, I should have made some for you guys i'm so sorry no <laughs> no, no. Yeah. we'll just have to make another time I know. then and i'm gonna have to, yeah i'm excited to try these recipes too mm-hmm so the sauces that we have for today i got just at our local grocery store and one is this was actually recommended on um lisa's blog but the soy ve very very teriyaki so we're doing teriyaki and then the other one is uh, uh gochujang i don't know if that's red pepper it's a korean pepper i think kind of like a paste thing that they usually do but it's made into a sauce it so, sounds delicious. I know. I'm really excited to try it. You definitely pronounced that better than I could have. <laughs> that's, so, how, I mean. that's how my mom says it. She's not Korean, so that's, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> but that's just how I've heard it before is what I meant to say. So I don't know if that's right. How'd you pronounce it again? Uh, gochujang. Okay. For those of you who do not speak Korean, you spell it G-O. I don't, think, I don't know if I say that, if that's Korean anyway, though. It is Korean, yeah. I mean, the way that I pronounce oh, right. it. Yeah, but it is, yeah. Sorry, it looks I yummy. No, yeah, you're good. It. If you you spell it G O C H U J A N G. Yeah. And then sauce. So I mean, it looks good. It does, and it smells really good too. Have you smelled it? I, yeah, I, I smell it in your house. Yeah. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah, it does. It's kind of garlicky. Oh, now we're all just good. smelling it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you guys can't smell it. Okay, so I have a funny story about this very very teriyaki sauce. A couple of years ago, when I was, I was making teriyaki chicken for like a hundred people and I had like a whole bunch of this in my fridge um and I was making a dressing out of it I have so you have to shake it because it separates right Right. and it was in the fridge and for whatever reason the lid was not completely on and I was wearing a white dress okay you you know where the story is going I grabbed it out of the fridge because I'm in a rush like we were like trying to leave and I was trying to get this marinade going and I shook it and teriyaki sauce just went everywhere oh, in no. my kitchen and I was like covered head to toe in teriyaki sauce and my husband's like why'd you keep shaking <laughs> I don't know it's just going so fast yeah. <laughs> so every time I see this teriyaki sauce I just think of the great teriyaki massacre that happened in my kitchen that day oh my everything gosh. was covered everything yeah. it was really and, and this stuff stains too well, yeah, and it smells, it smelled like teriyaki for a couple months. I <laughs> like oh, no. So, why were you making chicken for 100 people? Um, it was for, like, a church activity. Oh, okay. wow, that's brave, just by yourself? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> kudos to you. Yeah, that's Dang, impressive. kudos. Oh, yeah. those are nice. Huh, okay. Okay, so I will, okay, I have a question if this ever happens to you. I don't know if I'm just so inexperienced, but I feel like after I open one of these and I put it in my fridge, no matter how tight I screw the lid, it like manages to seep out. Cause I'll take it out and there'll be like a little ring, a sticky ring oh, of teriyaki oh, sauce. Really? Is that just me? Is it just this bottle? Just these bottles and just this brand. It was a little sticky when I grabbed it at the store. So I tried to grab the one behind it and that was sticky too. 
Really? <laughs> it's not sticky anymore, so I don't know. But, like, in my fridge, I just feel like in the middle of the night, like, some, like, elves go in there and just, like, scoop it out and, like, oh throw it all gosh. over. Well, so, if you have anything in the lid, it will oh. seep out. So, I would just wash the top of your lid oh. and the rim before you put it away. There's an idea. So, they're not elves. I just need to clean the lid. <laughs> not elves. <laughs> That would be my recommendation. Okay. Sure. That's good to know because I was getting so frustrated about it because I mm. go pick it up and there's just like this ring of just, uh-huh. I'm like, well, there goes all the teriyaki sauce. Mm. It's fine. I was going to eat that, but you know, we can decorate my fridge <laughs> with it off. instead. So this is coming to pressure. It's looking good. And here's a tip. If you want this to come to pressure even faster, use hot liquid and you can preheat your Instant Pot on saute mode. That's usually what, what I do for anything that cooks like longer than, I don't know, two to five minutes. If, if you do that with things that cook long or shorter than like two to five minutes, sometimes it can affect the cook, the cook time. But oh. really anything that cooks longer than five to eight minutes, I almost always preheat my pot on saute and I use hot liquid and then I'll come to pressure super fast. What a great tip. so much Yeah, today. I had no idea. Especially when you're making things like soup, when you have a lot of liquid, I mean, to, in order to come to pressure, all that liquid has to boil enough to create steam. Uh, so if the pot is already hot and if your liquid is already hot, you're just helping it, you know, jump a step because it doesn't have to go through warming all that liquid up. It's already warm. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so smart. Um, another unrelated question. How many nights a week on a regular, normal week would you say you use your Instant Pot? Well, in the summer right now, we're so busy and we're out all the time and we're doing things. I'd still say I use it about three to four times a week. Okay. Um, But, like, before, like, all the summer craziness Mm -hmm. happened, I use it literally every day. Wow. Yeah. And And I have four instant pots, too. Oh, wow. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. How often do you use more than one at a time? Probably, like, every time. Wow. Yeah, because I'll do, like, my main dish in my bigger Instant Pot, and then okay. in my three-quart, I'll have, like, a vegetable or side dish, rice, mashed potatoes, um, any sort of vegetable, or, like, my yogurt. I'll, I make yogurt once a week, and so I'll have yogurt um, going all the time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And yogurt's kind of a difficult one to tackle, isn't it? I feel like it definitely takes it's, a process. It's Well, it takes a long time, but it's really simple. It only uses two or three ingredients, and all you have to do is pour in the milk, whisk in the starter, whisk in the sweetener if you want to use it, and then you wait. Like, that's all you have to do. It seems intimidating, and it took me a long time to actually try it because I had those, I was like, oh, it's got to be yeah, hard. Right. I don't know if it's gross. No, I make it like once a week, and you don't, after you make it the first time, you don't need a recipe because all you do is whisk it and wait. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to try that then. So you need yeah. to do it next time for sure. And I looked at your recipe for it and it was really easy to understand. And I liked how you had the comparisons of the specific brands. I think, it, what is it? Super... So I use the Fairlight Ultra milk. Pasteurized. Yeah, Ultra Pasteurized That's Milk was, is yeah. the only um, requirement that you need to have right. for the milk. And then um, you can use a different starter. As long as the starter has live active cultures, you're fine. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That sounds exciting. I want to get into fermenting stuff more. It's just kind of been on my mind. It sounds weird. But it's very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I've been wanting to try using them, but I haven't thought about yogurt. I should try that. Can it's you do that simple. with all instant pots or is it just the special ones? So you can use it. You can make yogurt in all instant pots except for the Lux version. Okay. And the Lux version is the one that has, it doesn't have That's mine. places to, it doesn't, have, <laughs> it doesn't have a place to put the lid. It doesn't have a low pressure option. Is that a place to put the lid? Oh my gosh. Yes. 
<laughs> I'm learning so okay. much today. <laughs> no, it's you like, like side hand our ability to craft. Yeah. Well, they probably should have been from the beginning, at least my I ability. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. Well, at least with an instant pot. Oh, it's so cute. Okay, so this is my three quart instant pot that I use. Oh, it's kind of dirty right now, but um, yeah, either of these little knobs on the sides. They're like little ears. What? That is oh where you can gosh. place your lid Take a picture of this. <laughs> does yours have this? No, mine doesn't have this. So the oh. Lux version does not have this, and that is why I always, I don't recommend the Lux version. I recommend a Lux oh. or, or a Duo or higher as far as models because like when the lid is hot after you pressure cook something, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, oh, and there's condensation on yeah. it. Yeah, like, and you don't know where to put it and if it's going to burn something that you yeah. put it down Yeah, and so this... You can put it on either side, and it collects the condensation in here, and then it drips into this oh, little holder on the back. It. That is so nice. Yeah. So also, I got the wrong one. I don't think I have this one either. I don't know what kind I even have, but um, also, where do you recommend people to get their instant pots? Is there a place that's like cheaper or? So I have found the best. Well, I've bought all my instant pots on Amazon, and okay. Amazon Prime Day is coming up. I'm not sure when this is airing, but it's July 15th, okay. and they always have sales on instant pots for the last like five years or so um instant pot or instant pot <laughs> in no, no no amazon okay <laughs> prime day and then amazon like black friday they always have really good sales okay um or like i've seen occasionally like on kohl's you can use like kohl's cash and you can like stack coupons and things so if you're like savvy with kohl's you can figure out like a really good discount but huh. i always post on my instagram which is instant pot cooking just when I see good sales, I have all the different instant pots at like a price I know is good, like on my oh, alerts, and so I always post like when oh. something is really good deal. Yeah, that's okay. very that's good. good. That's yeah. good. That's good to know. Instant pot cooking, guys. If you want to yeah. check that out, if you want a good deal and one that has a hand hold, oh, wow, that's just news <laughs> to me. We're just so easily just amazed. Yeah. We have this podcast. Yeah, there's just still so much we don't know. We need to title this res uh, this recipe, this episode, like basic tips and stuff as well. Yeah. I feel like because there's a lot of good stuff in here, especially if you haven't used one before at mm -hmm. all. I feel like there's just so much to learn. Instant learning the instant how to be pot. good instant pot cookers. Yeah. <laughs> if that's even instant potters, there you go. Yes. So our chicken has finished cooking and we're going to flip it to quick release. Cute! I said cute to Lisa has these basting brushes. Um, so in the recipe you said baste it, but does that mean do you put the sauce on and then cook it and then repeat while you're cooking or is that just once at the beginning and then at the end or how do you do that? Yeah, so I will take the chicken drumsticks, put them on the broiler pan, and then I'll baste them with a layer of sauce. Okay. I mean, if you put too much sauce on, it'll just like slide off anyways. Okay. So I just do a thin layer all over, and then I'll broil them um, to kind of get crispy and caramelize the sauce a little bit, bring okay. out those flavors, and then I'll flip and then repeat on the other side so it's all the way around. Okay. And then I'll just add a little bit more sauce right before serving, so then it's like extra saucy. Oh, yeah. ooh, yeah. I like that. Ooh. And then how long do you baste them for? So I'll boil them for about three to five minutes, just depending okay. on how powerful your broiler is. Okay. And you'll just have to kind of watch it to make sure nothing burns. Okay. Okay. Gotta be very hands-on. So if you have a broiler just in your oven, would you put it on the top rack mm -hmm. or wherever the thing is? Yep. Okay. Can I open it? Of course. 
Look at those skills oh. coming in hand. And there's a side thing. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Do you want to, can I take a picture? Yeah. Do you want my They phone? look beautiful. They look like the, um, have you guys seen, have you guys seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. You know when she gets on the boat the first time in the first one and she's eating that chicken leg? <laughs> and it looks they a little gross because it's not colored? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh so they're little pale drumsticks and we're pulling them out and putting them on, what did you call this? Just a broiler pan. A broiler pan. And they are very soft. And I really like making them in the pressure cooker too because like the pressure cooking kind of takes kind of the skin and the... Um, like the fat off of the bones. Yeah. I feel like it makes kind of like for a better presentation so they're not gooey and yeah. fishy. Yeah. Is it, and it, do they fall off the bone easier too so you're able to get more? Yeah, I think so. I feel like yeah, sometimes... they're really tender. They're really... They're really yeah, tender. this looks great. Because I always feel like this is the hard part to... near the, like, the very end of it to get everything. Mm-hmm. But you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. Okay, do you want to get basting, Gabby? Yep. Are you pouring these cute little ramekins? Yeah, I just have some little white ramekins. I love using these for instant pot cooking too. I make like chocolate lava cakes in them, creme brulee. Oh, I love chocolate lava cakes. Um, they can be used for just about anything because they're oven safe, so they're really nice to use. Cute. Okay. I think I remember reading once, and we did this once, that anything oven proof is instant pot proof. Yep, just about. Oh my gosh, that was. Yep, there you go. There you go. Okay, so we're just using a little silicone basting brush to um, put some of the sauce over the top. If you don't have a basting brush, you can just use a spoon to just lightly spoon some of the sauce um, over the, the drumstick. So you can okay, also okay. use like a barbecue sauce or a buffalo sauce. Um, yeah. I made like a lemon parmesan butter with like garlic Ooh. and lemon and um, all this stuff. So, What's been your favorite wings uh, sauce? Oh man. This, these teriyaki ones are really good. Like, they're really yummy to just do, like, with a salad. Yeah. Um, and, like, some rice. But I really like... Really like... I'm just a huge fan of buffalo, too. Just yeah, really spicy. me too. Ooh, so yeah. spicy. Good. Anything spicy is up my alley, for sure. I love vinegary stuff, too. I'm Ooh, a big yeah. fan of vinegar. So you'll notice, like, the teriyaki sauce is a lot thinner, mm -hmm. right, than the gochujang yeah. sauce. And so that's why I like to, like rebaste it like several times several, yeah would you rebaste it with this one or not as or not at all or not as much yeah it'll just depend on you know how it looks after i don't after really we, know how this sauce tastes even but it smells yummy get on as much as possible yeah it looks great a lot thinner Ooh, i'm excited cute okay so you guys just go ahead and just put slide it in, in the oven yeah okay i'm really excited so if you don't mind pressing the light button up there, it's the top left. We can just keep an eye on it. Oh, okay. yeah. See how it's going. So do you usually wait a couple minutes? Yeah, I usually wait about three to five minutes just okay. to see. You know, different sauces will also caramelize at different rates, and so it just depends on, you know, the different sauces and how they look. But you want to get a good char on them because, like, you get a yeah. lot of flavor from the char. You don't yeah. want to just, like, dry it out. You want to, yeah. like, get something yeah. out of the broil. Yeah. That's really satisfying about having just drumstick or uh -huh. chicken leg or whatever and just having that little like initial crunch yeah, yeah definitely like when you know you got a good one yeah oh that one's really getting a little hot Sorry. Oh, okay. oh. oh it's got a little bit sorry those back we ones were like, those back ones are like really back but 
Let's yeah, so it. let's just flip them over. Okay. okay. And then we'll add more sauce right before serving too, so they're nice and saucy. And yeah. They have kind of a fresh layer. That's fine. I need to get some basting brushes. These are fun. Yeah. Use them for desserts too. A lot of stuff. I use them for just about everything. Yeah, I use them all the time. Ah, twisted. They're good for even like garlic butter on toast. Oh. They're good for like barbecue sauce on ribs. So what is your favorite cooking thing, like cooking utensil, or like item in the kitchen that you just could not cook without? Besides my Instant Pot? <laughs> yes, besides, obviously besides the Instant Pot. <laughs> besides the Instant Pot, I love my tongs. Like, I oh. have probably six pairs of tongs. Wow. And we'll put those there and take a closer eye on them. We were just having so much fun talking. I know. Yeah. Um, I love tongs. And I love ramekins. I say ramekins that in like my... I have an Instant Pot Accessories post on my blog, and I just love ramekins for just about everything, because you can, they're pretty enough to serve yeah. stuff in, mm -hmm. but they're practical to use for things like this, so. Plus, if yeah. you're not using your Instant Pot, you can still throw it in the oven, or. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I'll, like, do something in the Instant Pot here, and then I can mm -hmm. broil them, or, like, if I'm making creme brulee, I'll make it in this, and then I'll Ooh, use my little yum. torch and just torch the sugar on its top, so. Ooh, yum! Crumbly is so good. Crumbly is so good. So good. So fun. This is making me excited to start cooking more. <laughs> good. That's the point. Wow. Look at that. We've got that some Asian so style pretty. drumsticks. That's beautiful. Are you taking a picture no, of it? Sorry, you can take a picture if you want. That is so pretty. It smells really good. It smells so good. It smells, yeah. <laughs> it smells great. That sauce is awesome. It'll be really hot. We even like right in a second, but <laughs> we, you know, just do whatever. I loved it. All right. Okay, okay, so we're about to try our chicken. Which one are you trying first? I'm trying the. Okay. I cannot, are you I trying some too? To attempt. Please join this. us in our. I'm gonna try this one. In our I've never done this. Okay. I'm trying the. How do you pronounce it? Go, go, how did you say it? Gochujan? Gochujan. Yeah. Gochujan. I'm not going to try and Yeah. <laughs> Speak Spanish, not Korean. Mmm. Oh, good. That's really mm. good. I really like that's that. Spicy. I tried the teriyaki sauce mm -hmm. one first. Yeah, teriyaki. I like the, um. That's a good teriyaki oh, sauce. it's nice and spicy. The, oh, I can't pronounce it. Gochujan. Yeah, that one. We should have looked it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode. We're just over here pronouncing it wrong. Someone wow. over there who speaks Korean is just getting mad. Do we have any <laughs> listeners in Korea? If you do, tell us how to pronounce this. I think we might. Do we? I think so. Maybe it's just Japan. That is so tender. Holy cow. Right? They're mm. super moist in, inside. I love that. There's, yeah. Plus, it just comes off the bone really easy, too. It's not like you're fighting it mm -hmm. to get a bite. Cooked perfectly. Um, I'm not sure if we recorded it very well, but we basted them. Well, we broiled them for like three minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and then we brought them out and then flipped them over, put sauce on the other side, and stuck them back in for like two or three minutes again. Just kept an eye on them and then pulled them out. And they're perfect. And total, how long would you say that took from beginning to end? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like 30 not, minutes? Yeah, mm. not long. Yeah, so the other thing I like to do is just like pop them in my air fryer. Okay. Like if I don't want to put them in my oven or if I like just want a plane, I'll just pop a few in my air fryer and then they'll crisp up really quickly too. Oh, I've been hearing about an air fryer, but that's something I haven't tried much yet either. Is that 
Wow, yeah, this, this is really easy. Is really wow, I don't think I'm going to be scared of chicken anymore. So yeah, if you, let's say you so didn't well. have drumsticks and you were just going to do the same thing, same idea, but with a different cut, what would be different? So if you want to use a different bone-in piece of chicken, like a bone-in chicken thigh or something, I would just, I think this, the time would be about the same depending on the size, but okay. if you just can envision in your mind how big a chicken drumstick is and then say, okay, this piece of meat is smaller than or larger than this and then kind of adjust the cooking time accordingly, it will be, you'll be good to go. But like, I love doing chicken thighs in the Instant Pot. That is another thing oh, okay. that is, like it always comes out because they're not as lean as chicken breasts. Mm -hmm. And so they have the fat, they have kind of more flexibility and they never come out dry. They cook really quickly. Mm -hmm. So I love doing chicken chicken thighs in the Instant Pot. Chicken breasts, like they can be kind of temperamental. Like if you don't cook them long enough, yeah, right. they can be kind of, you know, rubbery. If you cook them too long, they can be kind of dry. So. And how, so do you do the same thing with the chicken thighs? You just put them on the trivet and then do you broil them at the end too? Yeah, if I were to do a bone-in, I would just do the exact same okay. thing we did today. Um, but I like buying the boneless, skinless chicken thighs from okay. Costco or like just from Frozen. Mm -hmm. And they cook so, so quickly, you guys. And they taste good every single how, time. How quick? Um, I can do like eight minutes from Frozen. Wow. Yeah. That's good because I have a lot of boneless, skinless chicken thighs in my freezer and I haven't known there what to do with go. them. There you go. Now, there I want to try my Instant Pot, but I don't know how long, and so then I just defrost them and cook them on the stove, but it takes so long. Wow, I'm really liking this. This sauce was good, too. The this sauce, sauce was excellent. So easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so good. I got, like, food all over my face. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just, like, over here do. just, like... I know. This is not, like, first state food. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the recording part of eating is fun, but then I always just... I know. <laughs> Instead of saying anything. We have to do so much editing during the last part because halfway through we just sit there and we're just like, this is so good. We forget yeah. that we need to talk about it. Yeah. Or just chat about not related things. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot. Oh, this is so good. It All just right. falls off so easily. Yeah. So, this was so easy to make. Right? Like, And you can do whatever flavor you want and so it's incredibly flexible. Or you can just make all of them in the Instant Pot at once and then do different sauces mm -hmm. like for whoever wants whatever sauce at oh. home. You can have six different kinds of chicken drumsticks, but they all cook at the same time. I love it. I'm so impressed. I really like this. What would you give it, Gabby? A nine. Our subjective ratings. Yeah. <laughs> Change every time. Change every time. Yeah. No, this I'm definitely Yeah, me too. Gonna make this again tomorrow. Also and I feel like the next couple days. <laughs> I feel like rating wise I'm also going to include just how practical it is. And so I'm going with a nine too because I feel like like we were talking, if you do the thighs instead, or the, I don't know, I feel like just the idea of, I mean, it's a basic technique, but. And they just cook It just so worked well. out so well. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy. Yeah. So that's why, like, that's what I love about, like, teaching people. They See, now, like, now you get it. Like, mm -hmm. okay, now all I have to do is cook mm -hmm. it and then broil it with a different sauce and, oh, I can use a different cut of chicken. Like, you feel more confident going into it, right? Mm -hmm. From yeah. where you started to now. Right. Because it's just so simple. So that's what I love about educating people on Instant Pot. And so cheap. We talked about this, but you could yeah. feed your friends for like five or six dollars. Yeah. Hmm. All <laughs> right. Thank you so much for all your tips today. Yeah. I feel like I learned so much that I did. Like I thought I was experienced, and then I realized there is so much I don't know. You yeah. are so sweet. Thank you for yeah. joining yeah. us. Um, this is Lisa from Instant Pot Cooking on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Try TestedInTrue.com for a website. Did you have other? handles no that's okay it. yeah we'll and link those in the description box too right. so check those out because you, you definitely any, will did you have anything else to add 
Any? Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> just talking to my chicken. <laughs> chicken I was just sad. looking down at my chicken. So focused. <laughs> no, I just want people, I think the biggest thing with instant pot cooking is just use it. Mm. You will probably fail mm-hmm. a couple times, but though they will just be learning experience. But once, experiences, sorry. But once you understand it, once you get it and it just clicks in your mind, like your life will be changed. So just keep using it every single day, even if it's for something simple. You know, like these chicken drumsticks. Okay, next time, like, let's think of a way that we can make them, you know, a little bit more, I don't know, fancy or Mm -hmm. just with different elements in them. And, like, that's how you can gain confidence using your Instant Pot is just using it every day, practicing, and getting used to it. I love it. We'll have to do that then. Yeah. Who knows, maybe one day we'll stop following recipes and make our own. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're going to call it good for today, but we are so happy to have Lisa on here and have her teach us everything. Um, I'm struggling to talk because all I want to do is eat this chicken. (laughs) So we're going to eat chicken. Please come back. Please come back. You're welcome. Oh, we are going to take you up on that (laughs) for sure. All right. And we will be back next week. We don't know what we're making yet, Mm -mm. but you know what? It'll be a surprise. You guys will find out. Yeah. So... Yeah. See you later.